fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. It is Saturday, March 19th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. I'm going to speak really quietly because it's way too late. Long day at work means late night recording these podcasts, but I do it all for you. And also because I need an outlet to calmly rant about how I called it when it comes to the M1 Ultra chip from Apple and the Mac Studio. I said when the graphs came out, the kind of performance they're talking about, it is not going to be close to that performance, but the performance per watt is going to be there. Well, it turns out I was right. Everyone is talking about how the M1 Ultra's GPU performance is not as good as they were implying. Mostly because the graph was basically a lie. The graph that Apple showed was only comparing a bell... They didn't show the entire bell curve for the RTX 3090 is basically what it boils down to. The M1 Ultra is a very good GPU, and it is an extremely efficient GPU, which, by the way, called it. I said performance per watts where this thing's going to excel. It's not going to be the absolute performance monster they're going to make it out to be. It's going to be a very good performance monster, but it's not going to be the absolute behemoth that out that's going to completely make every single threadripper quadro whatever the heck top tier workstation out there whatever the heck the, what is it the quadro they don't even call it a quadro anymore it's like the ampere 6000 or something like that nvidia's naming scheme is all shot but i digress it wasn't going to make those obsolete but it was going to be a massive performance per watt machine and in a in, in a studio where you're trying to look at your cost savings performance per watt is a very important measure that is still very important there's also some other oddities that we'll we'll learn about more as i fix it tears into it but it may look like that some parts inside are modular but the mac studio monitor is uh very bizarre and the fact that Apple says that the cord is unremovable so you have a $1600 studio monitor and its power cord is according to Apple not replaceable now you can replace it it takes a lot of force to get out according to what people are saying on social media but it's something you really shouldn't do to which I'd say, why the heck would I buy a $1,600 studio monitor that has a standard six-foot cable and is not swappable? For a company that wants to go ahead and say they are so eco-friendly to make a non-removable power cord is a very hard sell to do. I'll rant more on Eagle Eyes on Tech. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.